Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Service Daily Live. I'm your host, CF, the plumbing sales guy. And tonight is episode number 125. Can you believe it? 125 episodes, I guess 124 episodes in the books. But after tonight, we'll have 125 episodes. Let me know tonight, what was the first episode you remember seeing? Do you remember what number that was? Some of you have told me episode 40. Some of you have told me episode 80. Some of you have been around since episode one, two, three, four. Crazy to think that some of you have been around all the way since the beginning, but I'd love to know that. What episode did you find this show? That would be awesome to know. And again, tonight we're on episode 125. Tonight we're going to talk about what do you do when you mess up? What do you do when you mess up? Ooh, we're going to talk about that tonight. In fact, I got a personal story to share with you guys about a car I just bought and how things went south, but then they turned back around based on service and the way that I was treated and how things got corrected. We're going to talk about that tonight. And my man, Brandon Graham, since he's been around since January 20th, folks, that's a long time. January 20th show started December 10th of last year. Officially, that was episode one. And uh, remember it like it was yesterday. I was scared. Not going to lie. I was scared. What's up? Barry, welcome to the show. Good to see you on here. My man Rex is in the house. Rex, Rex, in effect. Love, love to see my man Rex. In fact, I'll be seeing my man Rex out there. He's out there in the California Sunside State plumbing, getting it done with Cisneros Brothers. Brandon, good to see you, my man. Brandon Graham in the house. And Brandon is deep-rooted into sales. In fact, his brother's deep-rooted into sales. Though I think the whole family does it. It's what they were born to do like warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. All right, Nick Ball, welcome to see you, my man. Just spent some time with Nick Ball in the retreat. Nick was one of the companies that came out and uh, got a chance to go. We went, we did some jet skiing. We did some, we had some fun. We learned some things. But tonight we're going to talk about what you do when you mess up. Who's ever messed up? Put a one in the comments if you've made a mistake before and your customer has been upset with you. It could, could have happened early on. It could have been Maybe you went about the process wrong. You upset them right away, or maybe you screwed up on the job. Maybe you sold the job and went to install the work or do the work, and you just made a mockery of it. You messed up. It happens to all of us. Happens to the best of us. So what do we do when it happens? Because it's going to happen to you again. If it hasn't happened to you yet, you haven't been in the game long enough to be honest with you. Rex gives me a high ten. Hey, look, Terry Kennedy on here. Good to see you, sir. So today, uh, actually yesterday and the day before that, we. Uh, for a while now, been kind of car hunting, thinking about buying a car and car shopping. And yesterday we went down to pull the trigger and we went down and looked at a uh, Nissan, uh, the Nissan MV. You know, you guys look, you're like, wait, did you buy a plumbing truck? Kind of, but with seats in it, an MV 2500, or I'm sorry, MV 3500, but this is the one outfitted with the 12 passengers because I got a big family. Okay. So we went down there and we looked at this vehicle and decided that we wanted to buy it. And so we did, we agreed on the terms, we got everything done and they couldn't finish the paperwork for whatever reason that last night. So they gave us the truck to take home and all of a sudden things got crazy. Things weren't what we thought they were going to be and things changed. And so we're going to talk about that and how the company did the right thing and they made it right. In fact, they did such a good job. We bought a second car. They did such a good job. We bought a second car and there's a lot to be learned from that. There's a lot to be learned from that. We're going to dive into that. He says, face it, learn from it. Fix it. Admit to who you should. He says, uh, yeah, admit, admit it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk about that tonight, though. We're going to jump into exactly what the process is when you mess up, how you can make that right. And, you know, I've heard this. Uh, I've actually said this. I've experienced this and I've heard this from other people, but I've literally have experienced this uh, all the way back, just serving tables, waiting tables when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Like we've all done all the different jobs out there. I learned this 
I was selling plumbing. I learned this uh, doing plumbing. I learned this being a general manager. I learned this dealing with customers in general. And the reality is sometimes our biggest opportunity is with our most upset customers, believe it or not. Our, our biggest opportunity to win them forever, to, to offer them the most, usually is with our most upset customers, uh, believe it or not. Sometimes customers can get really hot and really upset. And, and that's the opportunity we have to win them for life. And I've heard other people say that. I've experienced it myself. It's true. It's dead on. Christopher Johnson, welcome to the show. In my relationships, work and personal, he says. He says, per, he's talking about face it and learn from it and fix it. Um, so important. Um, so important. So tonight we're talking about that. If you're just jumping on the show, welcome to the show. Obviously, Facebook, I can't notify you guys like I want to. I was tempted to do it tonight. Um, I pulled out the old software and thought about it, but I'm not allowed to. And so you got to type daily into the comments again, even if you subscribe to the show in the past. And I even thought about maybe sharing my screen and showing me what you have to do, but basically you just have to go to my page, uh, type daily in the comments and you'll get these instructions, but you just have to go to my page and like it, follow it, and then click on the little following tab right there at the top and click see first. And then you'll get notifications three minutes before the show goes live and you'll be able to watch it. My man, George Sperlin in the house. Good to see you. Might see you here in a week as well, my brother, uh, from a different father. Anyways, all right, so what are we talking about? We're talking about this, what to do when we mess up. And the first thing that we have to do, and, and it's already been talked about already, uh, the first thing that we have to do is we have to put it on the screen for the fine folks at home, let them vent. Absolutely let them vent. Now, I know you have to admit it and you have to do all those things. We're going to talk about what that looks like, but usually you don't have to admit it for them to be upset. They can just find the problem or catch you in the problem or whatever it is. And we often want to become defensive. We want to hurry up and fix it before they can. And it ain't the time for that. It ain't the time for that. They're already upset. You've already screwed up. You've already gone too far. It ain't the time for that. They want to be hurt. They want to be hurt. I, I went through this myself. I walked right back to the dealership and say, hey, I want to be heard. And I wanted to explain myself. And the last thing I wanted to do was to be told and to be explained to and to be given. I wanted to vent. I wanted to explain. My now, some customers won't vent for very long. Others will vent forever. Some will be very upset. Some won't be. We're all different. We're all different humans. But you got to let them vent. He says, take your lickings. Yeah, you got to. Because here's the thing. You did this. You created this. You put us in this situation, so to speak. And so the customer didn't do it. So you got to let them vent. So now we're talking about what to do when you mess up. We talk about all the times providing great service. We talk about all the time doing the right thing, great craftsmanship, product knowledge, knowing these things, displaying these things so that the world will be amazed at our service. That's what we talk about on the show all the time. But tonight we're talking about what happens when we don't do that or we do it in such a way that we sell something and then we do a poor installation and we just mess up. We just have a bad day. We just make a mistake because we're human and it happens. But how are we going to deal with that? How are we going to deal with that? Because you can get the best reviews out of these. You can get the longest lasting customers out of these. Literally, the customers that are most upset, you have the biggest opportunity to right that wrong. You have the biggest opportunity to make them happy. You have this opportunity right in front of you. And all you got to do is simply follow these three steps. And I promise you at the end of that, your customers will not only be happy, but they will want to use you forever because their worst fear will have been lived You'll have messed up and that's what they thought was going to happen, but you will have done the right thing and they will know there is life after the mess up and they can trust you and they can do business with you because they've already seen you at your worst. And I'm telling you, if you follow me on these three steps right here, when you mess up, I promise you, you will convert that customer into a lifelong customer. Lance says, what up? What up? Kevin Todd Holbrook in the house. My niece Jasmine is watching. Good to see you. 
Jasmine in the house. We're talking about what you do when you mess up. And you, and, and look, the reality is, the, the, this is the cold hard fact is, is you screwed up. Take it right here, bow, right on the chin. Let them vent, let them go. Let them say all the inaccuracies. Because here's the thing, when customers are upset, half the stuff they say ain't even accurate. But you wouldn't have to listen to that if you didn't put yourself in that situation. So they get to go off the deep end on you, okay? It's like it's their day to dive. It's their day to go swimming in the deep end, and you're the deep end. Okay, that, that's what's happening there. My man Tanner out of Wyoming from Aspen Mountain Plumbing. And, and I got to imagine Tanner's out in the game. He's been out in the field. A lot of you out in the field, a lot of you out in the game. You guys have experienced this, right? We've made some mistakes. We've said some things. We got some things wrong. We've had to go back and tell the customer we messed up. We've had to go back and tell the customer we're sorry. Or the customer called us already upset because they found out later that we messed up. Maybe we didn't get something fitted all the way and it's leaking, dripping, causing a bigger problem that we weren't aware of. It happens. That's why we're licensed, bonded, and insured. <laughs> But it happens. And what are you going to do about it when you mess up? And the first thing you got to do is you got to let them vent. You got to let them go. I remember when I was in, uh, we, we tell this joke to everyone that'll listen. My, my wife thinks it's funny now. Um, now I say, because it wasn't so funny back then. But we, we took our kids. We had a, you know, mo most of you know, I just told the story about buying the vehicle, the 12 passenger van. Way back in the day when we only had six kids, when we only had six kids, we had a 12 passenger van, uh, an older one. And we were driving it across country to go camping with my family. And on the way back, the very last restaurant of the, the 438 mile or the 438 hour drive, um, the very last thing that we're going to do, last meal we're going to eat, Kansas City, Missouri, I believe, coming back from Denver, Colorado, into Indianapolis, Indiana, and we got to stop and eat. My wife wants Taco Bell, and so I go to the Taco Bell drive-thru, and they decide that they're going to charge me for waters because I want six waters. Meanwhile, I'm spending like $50 on fake meat. Meanwhile, I'm spending $50 on stale tortillas, fake meat, and maybe cheese. Maybe cheese. Maybe. It's Taco Bell. And they want to charge me for waters. I wasn't trying to be cheap. I just didn't want my kids to have sugar. I was on a 438 you know, hour drive. I keep exaggerating. Number's going to get bigger and bigger. But what happened was they upset me. I went in and I had to vent. And they were going to hear it. They had to hear it, man. I was tired. I'd been camping for five, seven days. Been out on the road for seven. Been dealing with family for seven. Not just my family, but my extended family who we went to see on the family reunion. And you know how that goes. The first day, everybody loves each other. And then the fifth day, everybody hates each other. And then the seventh day, some like each other. There's clicks. There's wars being formed and, and strategized. And people leave and go plot their path to the, to the future. And divisions have been created within the family. That's a family reunion. And now you're on your way home from that with six kids in the car. You're listening to Dora, Dora, the Explorer for the 438th time because it's the same CD on loop. You're telling Esau, please just turn the wheel, Esau, whatever that is, because it just keeps repeating itself. You're stressed out of your mind. Another Taco Bell guy who is like 16 years old, not even allowed to make decisions, is telling you he's got to charge you for water. And you're like, dude, you don't even make this decision. What is happening in my life right now? And it's like falling down. Michael, I think it was Michael Douglas. You got a briefcase and a bat and a suit and you've lost your mind. People just joining the show. Like, what are we talking about? We're talking about your customer and how they feel when you mess up and you don't let them vent. They're going to be wound up upset. You're not going to win them over. But if you let them get it off their chest, you let them exhale, so to speak, exhale. It's like a big exhale. It's like a, <gasps> right? And they get it off their chest and they release that energy. There's a physical thing happening there. There's a chemical thing happening there. There's like an actual scientific thing happening there. When they vent and they get that off their chest and it might not feel good. It might not sound good. You may not want to hear what they have to say. In fact, some of it might hurt because it's true. 
but you got to take it on the chin. And then what's the second thing you got to do? Don't make excuses. Oh my gosh, don't start making excuses. You already messed up. They already vented. They've already got it off their chest. Don't start making excuses. Please don't start making excuses. Start solving the problem. Start solving mentally the problem in your conversation. Don't talk about what went wrong. Talk about what's going to go right. Explain to them that you're apologized for the inconvenience. Explain to them that you genuinely care that you screwed up. Explain to them that you may have caused them some sort of dissatisfaction. Let them know that you heard them, that you care, but do not make excuses. It ain't time for the details of the reasons why you sucked. Okay, even if it wasn't your fault, in their eyes, you sucked in that moment. I'm sorry, it is what it is. Let them vent and do not make excuses because you're only, what you do is you see the big flame and then you throw a little oil on it. You see the oil fire and you throw a little water on it and it's, it's like throwing gasoline on a raging fire. You're going to make the situation worse. They finally exhaled. They were okay. They're calming down. They're like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. They're not even listening to you for the first three or four sentences. And all of a sudden you start making excuses and they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He didn't hear me. He didn't see me. He didn't hear me. He didn't see me. People make mistakes. It's okay to say whoops. Whoop. There it is. <laughs> Let's find a solution. My man, Jim, who was a guest. If you guys don't know who Jim is, uh, uh, was a, a service tech, I think, out in the field for a while. Now he's in management uh, for an operation out of Ohio. But he guest appeared on Potty Talk Live today, I believe. Was the guest star on Potty Talk Live today. So we got to go back and check that. I missed that episode myself. I got to go back. That's what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to watch Jim and Richard Bainey get down on the mic. That'd be, that'd be a great episode for all of you. Now, look, you got to, you got to glance at a smile and say, sorry, absolutely. You know, I'm so, I'm so sorry. You know, don't, don't laugh, but you know, I am so sorry. We're going to make this right. I'm going to fix this. I screwed up. If she's like, and then you took two hours on lunch. Don't correct her. Don't tell her, well, actually, it was only an hour and 15 minutes. That's not important. <laughs> this ain't the time. This ain't the time. This ain't the time. Got my cup, my plastic cup. So, I mean, uh, it's just important that we understand this when you mess up. You, 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 you got to let them vent. And then don't make excuses. Don't throw anyone under the bus. As my producer's chiming in on the side right here, he, he sent me this message. Hey, don't throw anyone under the bus either. It's a bad time for that. Absolutely. Don't point fingers. Don't correct. Don't get it all. Because it's like, look, you caused a small leak. It damaged her cabinets. She's, you know, you're a bad person. You, you're dirty. She's saying all these other things. And the reality is, is that you did cause a leak and you did damage her cabinets. And so no matter what, whatever over here she gets wrong that you, you, you convince her that, oh no, it was only an hour and 15 minutes on our lunch. Oh no, 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 that's not what happened. Oh no, 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 that's not what happened. That, that ain't the time. Okay. Now I have, I have gone back with customers after it's all, everyone's happy and we're hugging out. So, you know, for what it's worth, um, I don't want you to think that we, and if there was something really important that was questioning our integrity, then I would deal with that. Of course. But that was later after the fact. I wasn't going to correct her right there in the moment, try to get the data correct, get the, the – we're not on trial. This isn't a cross-examination. And so the first thing, let them vent. The second thing, 
please, please, please don't make excuses. All right, before we go any further, really quick, I just want to say, if you haven't been on the show for a while or you're watching the show and you're like, why don't I get notifications? Simply type daily into the comments and you will get a messenger from me, a message that says, hey, this is how you subscribe to the show. Now it's a new way. You got to go to Facebook on my Facebook page and actually click like page, follow page, and then see first. And the directions are all in that daily type daily. Also, for a lot of you that have reached out to me about training, we played faux tag, we've whatever, great news. All you got to do now is type the words weekly into the comments. You'll get a message from my page with direct link to all the information, everything you get, the pricing, the, even a way to sign up for the weekly trainings. If you want to increase your averages. If you want to get serious about creating a culture, creating an environment where your guys can go into homes and not only um, sell bigger tickets, but educate and inform your customers and provide an experience that not only wins for you and the customer and your technician in a way that makes you scalable and duplicatable, increasing your ticket averages, doubling your ticket averages, and in some cases, even tripling your ticket averages, type weekly in the comments right now. You'll get all the information you want. It'll send you a little link. You can click that link and get the information type weekly. If you're listening to the podcast, simply go to www.theplumbingsalesguy.com and you will get that information. All right. So tonight we're talking about what to do when you mess up. All the nights that we do this show, 125 episodes we're at, uh, the other 124 episodes we've been talking about mostly how to take care of this customer, how to do the right thing going inside the home, product knowledge and all these things that we talk about. But tonight we're talking about what happens when that doesn't happen. And I want to give a small shout out I know that uh, Brett Walker Plumbing here in St. George watches the show, and so does the uh, the water girl here of St. George uh, watches the show, and you guys got a huge following. But I had a great experience with Stephen Wade Nissan here locally in town. In fact, Chase Garrett, Chase Garrett was my salesman. If you live in St. George or in that area and buying a car, go see Chase Garrett, Stephen Wade Nissan. I normally don't give shout-outs like that, but the guy did a great job at providing service. He did a really good job at what we do, what we are trying to do. This industry that I talk about is sales. It's similar to the car industry. It's just done totally different. But the same things exist. The same um, realities exist. He has to create that rapport that we talked about last night. He has to be able to have that rapport with his customer. He has to be able to service his customer, take care of his customer, hear their concerns, wants, needs, match it up with their budget and do all these things uh, while people fall in love with vehicles. And it's a whole different process, but make no mistake, you did a good job. And so I want to give him a shout out. Wanted to give him a shout out. Patrick Jorge Basenga in the house. How you doing, my man? Good to see you. And it says, I'm the owner. It's always my fault. It's just, it's just, uh, so just say sorry. I'm just say I'm sorry. It was a it was great. Jim said, of course, you came up several times. Oh boy. Definitely gonna have to see that show. Hey, listen, this is number one. Let them vent. Let them get it off their chest. Let them exhale. Let them exhale. They've been taking in breaths. The matter they get, the more they think about your mess up, they've been taking in breaths and they're full of air and they got to get it out. Let them get it out or they're going to explode. I'm telling you. And then second of all, once they've exhaled, once they, I keep saying excel, but I'm trying to say exhale. Once they exhale, once they get it off their chest, don't go fill it back up by making excuses. Don't make excuses. Don't throw people under the bus. Don't try to correct the customer if they're safe. Then you guys were gone for an hour and a half going doing, I don't know what, probably out buying drugs. You know, customers will say crazy stuff and you're going to be offended by that. And you're going to be like, I don't do drugs. You're going to get all like, mm, mm, and you're going to too bad. You got to hear it out. You caused this. But later you might want to address that and say, Hey, this is for what it's worth. Now that you're happy and everyone's, we don't do drugs. 
but there's still a reality. It's not time to correct her. Like, hey, we we weren't we were only gone an hour and ten minutes. We were only gone forty five. It doesn't matter. And then the last one, this is the most basic and most easiest and the most obvious one. Make it right. Make it right. Just make it right. If if you let the customer vent, and you don't make excuses, and you don't throw other people under the bus, and you don't lower your value, so to speak. And then you make it right, customer for life. Because they've seen you at your worst. They've seen you at your worst, and then they now they know what you'll do in a bad situation, and that builds trust. I always used to tell business owners all the time, you know, they they call me up and they'd be like, oh my gosh, we got a negative review. Oh, what do I do? How do I get it off? What do I, oh my goodness, oh, the world's crumbling. I'd be like, man, that negative review makes all the other reviews look real now. Because you had like 50 positive reviews, all five star. You kind of look fake, to be honest with you. Now you got this negative review. You're human. What are you going to do about it, though? How are you going to make it right? What's the story you get to tell right now? You got to admit to it. And if you were to respond to that, you could either try to come up with all the reasons why you didn't mess up or what, but you did. You got the one star review. How can you make it right? And there's some intolerable people. I get that. There's some unrealistic people. I get that. That's why a 4.7 is still good. That's why a 4.2 is still good on the ratings. I'd say anything over 4.5 is what you want to be aiming for. But the bottom line is you got to make it right. If you don't make it right, then they still have a case against you. If you don't make it right, they still have a point. You got to let them vent. You got to let them get it off their chest. And you cannot make excuses while they're doing it. You can't cut them off while they're doing it. You can't be pointing fingers while they do it. You can't be throwing people under the bus while they do it. And you got to make it right. You absolutely have to make it right. And when I say make it right, I don't mean if they bought a water heater and you flooded out their house, go, here's your water heater. I got it all tightened up for you. Good luck. No, make it better than the way you found it. Make it better than the way you found it. Meaning if you screwed up on the toilet installation and you screwed up on everything else, maybe throw a supply line in or a shutoff in, or you do something that you was minor before that they weren't able to afford that now you can go back and make right and go, you know what, I went in and re I don't normally rebuild hose. Like I told you, we only replace those bibs. I don't really rebuild them, build them that much. But because of everything else that just happened, I went ahead and rebuilt this one for you. I can't put a warranty on it, but I wanted to just take care of you. Something. Do something. Because it's not about, listen, if I ordered the burger, and the fries, and I order the burger plain, and then I order the rest of my family's meal, and we drive home, and my burger isn't right, I don't want to go back and get my burger. I want to have the meal that I was supposed to have with my family. That's that's what they screwed up. And I, going there and you giving me my burger the way it was supposed to be, the way I originally ordered it, doesn't really fix my real problem. But yeah, I got the burger, and that's grand and, and dandy. But that's the big thing I hate about going and getting takeout. You bring it home, and then something's wrong, and it's like someone's got to eat cold food. Someone has to miss out on the experience. Someone's driving all over town, and the restaurant's like, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll make it right. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Well, here's the original thing you ordered. Well, that's... That's not really, you're just getting back to even from, we're still negative because I should have been eating this meal 30 minutes ago. What are you doing to make this right? Are you just getting even? Like, are you just trying to get them to right where you originally agreed? Because you already screwed all that up. You better make it better. He says, biggest mistake is when they don't take ownership of the mistake. Oh, that's gold. Tom, Tom, where are you watching from tonight? It's 100% right. 
I have one say my guy was drunk while there, just took it, said, sorry you feel this way. Yeah, and I now look, I'll be honest. If I'm if I'm dealing with the situation, customer's upset and I'm taking it and I'm making excuses, then I say, let's let's get this right. You know, we messed up. Boom, I get it all right. We do we go above and beyond. We do all those things. I may go back to the customer and say, Hey, look, we really messed up here. I'm just so glad you're happy now. Thanks for everything. Glad that you're happy. Are you happy? Everything's wonderful. Hey, just for what it's worth, I don't want you thinking I'm we totally screwed up here. But Mike's not an, actually an alcoholic. I don't want you thinking that about Mike. He's actually a decent dude. He was just having an off day or a bad day or whatever. I, I probably would address that slightly if I had the chance to make it right. If I didn't, then I'd let the customer vent. And like he did, just took it on the chin. He says, loving this show and how you look at things. Thank you. I, and I think, honestly, Tom, we're probably like-minded. I, I seem to attract a lot of people that look at it the same way. I'm looking at Gerald GB on the call. Carlos Gonzalez is Gonzo. Christy Tejarina, another business owner out of Amarillo, Texas. Uh, Tim Jordan, another one. Uh, all these people are all like-minded. And the more I get around you guys, the more excited I get about what I do. Because quite honestly, it's awesome to be able to give out this kind of information when it's well-received and then actually applied. And we put it to work in the homes. And yeah, your ticket averages go up and you guys make more money and, 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 you guys, and everything's wonderful. And I, I appreciate the messages and the testimonies. But man, what about your customer? What about the experience they're getting? Like it's better than the one they were going to get. It's better than the one they got last year from you. It's better than the one that they would have gotten from you if we hadn't gone through all this. And I, that's my favorite part. That's the part that gets me excited. Brandon says, Tim Jordan, what up? That's the thing that gets me excited. Nick says, if my guys fail, fail I fail. Constantly improving. We will correct the problem. Amen. Nick says it works. He's talking about the training. He was just out here on the retreat. We had a good time together. Actually, did some jet skiing out on a beautiful lake. Did it dirty. Literally, then the cops came and said, you can't do that no more. There were some things. Okay, some rules were broken. Nothing like illegal. Just you know, apparently you can't splash people with a motorized vehicle in the water. Uh, allegedly. Brandon Graham, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just calling people out. See what I do? Pointing the finger, throwing people under the bus. Listen, guys, I want you to get this because here's here's just the reality I know. Your upset customers are the ones you can win the biggest with. The more upset they are, the bigger the story they have when you make it right. The better the story that they're going to tell. The the And that's what sells, right? Stories sell. Facts tell. Stories sell. Facts tell. Stories sell. They, they teach that all the time. Facts tell. Stories sell, right? That's just an old, I didn't come up with that, but that's just true. Facts tell and stories sell. You know, think about it when you're like, hey, uh, what what water heater would you get? Well, I would get this water heater because it's an Avian and it pumps 10.7 gallons per minute. No, I would get this one because I got eight kids and I get it and I need endless hot water and this would change my life. It's going to change your life. Everything's going to be different. I see you got three daughters. They're going to love this. You're going to love this. Everything's going to be different, right? Facts tell, stories sell. And that's just the reality. And so when you have your customers telling stories about you, when your customers are out there like, you won't believe what just happened. Like this experience that I had at the car dealership, I don't really tell you all my buying experiences. And I wouldn't have told you my car dealership experience if it had just been old plain Jane. But things went south, they made it right, and it was awesome. And now it's, I bought a second car from them. Holy moly, right? They sold a second vehicle. And come to find out this particular salesman, this is his first transaction. Only been doing this for two weeks. He's been working for the car dealership for a while. But holy moly, because he just was himself and just, did did the thing treated us like did the thing went through the motions sold two cars in one day good for him right 
but he got my attention. Now I'm telling all y'all and it big deal, right? Maybe someone will hear it and go buy a car from him. Maybe not, but in your own town where it's not a nationwide show where your customers are telling their neighbors, your customers are telling the other people that your kids go to school with the neighbors are telling the other people they go to church with that live in that same neighborhood or five blocks down the areas that you service with the same kind of income and understanding that you did the right thing and it's safe to spend money with them. Hey, I think that's the reputation you want. I think that's the reputation you want. I do. I really do. And you want it coming from people who have been through the ugly because they're going to talk about you much better. You want that. You want those messengers out there. I'm not saying don't go out there and make up. I'm not saying let's go make everybody mad. And then what we'll do, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, take these negative experiences and recharge them into positive experiences by first giving your customer a better experience. So then they can share the truth, which is you did the right thing. You made it right. Which does anybody do that anymore? Says spreads like wildfire. Absolutely. He says it's illegal. He's talking about splashing people apparently in the water. They found that out. My man, Keith Hunt in the house. I think I'm going to get a chance to see him soon. He's out in Canada coming out there and visiting those guys. The Canada squad, the A team out there. He's talking about spreads like wildfire. He's talking about these, these stories, man. And, and I'm going to tell you what, that story is going to spread. What's the story though? Meaning if you make someone mad and you damage someone's house or you screw up or you whatever, they're going to tell people. They're, they're, it's too late. They're already going to tell people. They may have already told some people before you get there. And my guess is when you go back after the phone call, after they call you and they're upset and you go back, I'm assuming they've already told some people. They've already told some people. And those people at a minimum are going to ask how'd it go? Because they're going to go, you know, I'm contacting, you should call them back. You need to get them on the phone. You need to tell them. And then they do, they get you on the phone and they're telling you and their friend's going to want to know how that went. Like, how'd that go? Did you ever get a hold of them? Did you get a hold of your plumber? What's, what are they going to do about it? Are they just going to totally screw you over and take advantage of you? Are they just going to leave you out to dry? Literally. And you can be like, and then the customers are like, no, actually they didn't. It's, you won't believe what they did. First of all, their service manager over there is amazing. The guy was totally awesome. He let me vent. I said some things. I got some things off my chest. And he was totally cool about it, even though I probably wasn't, you know, I was a little harsh, to be honest with you. But he was, he took it like a champ. Didn't make any excuses. He just told me he was really sorry for it and then started working on a solve. And now you won't believe this. They, they gave me a new free host picket out of the whole deal just for, for in inconvenience me. I'll tell you, Pam, I'm going to use them forever. I'm, that's what's going to happen. Guaranteed fact. Guaranteed. I've just, I've been there, done that. I mean, people knew we were out looking for a car. They want to know how it went. Got a mother-in-law asking, got friends asking. Tom says, on these calls, when I am there to repair a situation, they are often uh, convertible calls once the situation has been rectified. Brandon says it builds a bond and trust that's invaluable. That's 100% right. 100% right. Because the reality is, is that they, again, I'll say it again, they've seen you at your worst. It's kind of like your spouse, right? You've seen each other at your worst. You know what you, that's why I never understood, but I'll just take a side, my side comp. I never understood uh, the guys that just didn't understand what they had at home. You've you've already been through the war with them. Like, why why would you want why would you want to restart all that? And one of the things I can say about my wife, like I, I know, I know the good, the bad, the ugly. She knows the good, the bad, the ugly with me. 
And so our relationship is forever. It's bonded together. We, we already know what we got. It's not going to ever get worse. Now, some would say I'm a little crazy in the head. So maybe for her, but not for me. And the same is true with your customer. When you screw up and you come out there and do the right thing, they're like, I can do business with this company. I can, I can trust this company. Now they're hoping you got your screw ups out of the way. I will say that if you continuously screw up, then yeah, that, yeah. They'll think you're a nice guy, but they won't want you doing their plumbing. But honestly, if you can go in there and rectify the situation and make it right, man, you're going to have a customer for life. They're going to love you. And they're gonna, you're just going to be better off for it. Now, look, if you're new to the show, type daily. If you've never typed daily, or even if you have typed daily, but you don't get the, the, the notifications anymore, and this is just something we started a week ago. So if you haven't typed daily in the last week, type daily into the comments right now. You will get a little video, a GIF in your messenger that teaches you how to subscribe to the show. It's basically simple. You just go to my page, type a click like, click follow, click on the little pull-down menu for follow, and click see first. It's pretty much it. And then you'll get notifications. I think Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg himself will call you. I'm joking. He won't. But you'll get a message three seconds, three minutes before the show goes live. And we are going to increase the timer, just give you guys more time to get back on here. Um, but that's what that is. And then also, if you want training, if you want me to become your corporatized trainer, my the weekly trainer, live trainings every Wednesday morning where I go live and we, you guys come on. I don't go live like this, but we interact. You're, you're on, a, uh, on a Zoom and we go back and forth with your company training in depth sales training, service training, how to treat you, give your customers a better experience. We do that every Wednesday. If you want information about that, type weekly into the comments right now and you will get a message from Messenger that tells you how to get that information. Guys, I love you. Listen, I do this because I want you to take this information and go apply it into the homes. I hope more people, more plumbers, more plumbing business owners, more technicians, more dispatch, more CSRs even, anybody that is in the plumbing industry on the service side that has to deal with customers, that has to deal with this game, I hope they get a chance to catch this show and they start listening to the podcast. For those that wonder, is the podcast and the show the same thing? Listen, this is the live video show. Then we have this show gets uploaded audio only to a podcast. So you can go back and listen to it to the next day and the day after your favorite ones. A lot of you, I noticed, go back and watch uh, 85, episode 85. That was a big, very popular one. We had over 22,000 views on Facebook and um, tons of downloads on the, on the podcast for that one. And there's other episodes that you guys might like. Go back and check those out. A lot of people tell me they watch the show, but they're doing stuff and they miss things from time to time. Then they go back and listen to the podcast while they're swapping out a water heater or digging a ditch and they get it all. Danny Penn, good to see you just as we're jumping off. Guys, I love you. Thank you, Lance. I appreciate this. I love this show. Uh, Terry says, great show, fresh. And uh, Nick says, it's worth it. Appreciate that. And Brandon says, the training will pay for itself immediately. Um, amen to that. Thank you for that. Uh, for that. And then Thomas says, how can I get information on the training? Just type weekly right in the comments right now, Thomas. And you'll get a message from Messenger. You'll have to go into your messages on Messenger. And uh, there'll be information there on how to do it. Just type the word weekly, W-E-E-K. L Y and that will get the information guys. I love you. I really do. And remember serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. We'll see y'all next week.